0: Hello there. We would be honoured if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hey, 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 Star Wars fans, and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars show, bringing you the latest news and reviews and everything to do with a galaxy far, far away. Welcome to Episode 93. It's great to have you all here. If you've just discovered our podcast and you've just jumped on board, then welcome those of you that have listened for a while welcome back it's good to have you all here as always and our current patrons you guys that support us over at patreon.com a warm welcome to you guys as well and talking of patrons we had denise that joined recently a couple of weeks ago so thank you very much denise but we have also got another new one as well we have our good friend mr dave jenkins He's now a a supporter of the show so welcome aboard dave it's good to have you here dave is a friend of mine massive massive star wars fan so it's good good for you to be here, mate, listening to us waffle on as usual. So a massive thanks again for jumping aboard. And as I said to all of our current patrons, we love you guys. Thank you very much. Um, my name's Gary, one of your hosts, and uh, normally I would introduce Mark and we would go on and insult each other for a little while and um, have a bit of bant, but Mark is, alas, busy this week, so it's just going to be me. And usually when one of us is doing a solo show, we'll keep it a little bit shorter and... Um, We'll just report on like the biggest news story. So that's what I'm going to do this week. A bit of a shorter one, and there's a, a couple of stories that have done the rounds recently. One of them you've definitely heard about, uh, and then if you're a Star Wars gaming fan, then uh, there's a couple of cool, a cool bit of uh, nuggets of gaming news to come up. So hopefully, you guys are all keeping well and safe. I hope you've all had a good week, and that you're staying healthy and whatnot. Uh, and like I said, this episode ninety three, we're creeping up the the numbers. We're slowly getting to a hundred, which is cool, a bit of a mini milestone for us, which is great. So, again, it's all down to you guys. Thank you very much for listening and and tuning in every week to hear us uh, to hear us dudes waffle about about Star Wars. Uh, before I get on to our new stories, remember that you can subscribe to our show in whatever podcast app you get your podcasts on. Just do a search for Spark of Rebellion. You'll find us on there. That way, you won't miss a show when it lands every Saturday. Or if you want to listen to our shows in your browser, just head over to sparkofrebellion.com All of our episodes on there and you can dive in, give those a listen. We're on the socials too, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Just do a search for us on those apps. Uh, We chat Star Wars throughout the week, so come and get involved over there. We'd love to uh, talk to you guys about Star Wars and everything else on the socials. And as I mentioned we're on Patreon too. If you like the show, you want to support us head over to patreon.com forward slash sparkofrebellion. You'll see see us there. Just give us a Uh, You can jump on at any tier you like, they start from a dollar upwards, you can bag yourself some SOR swag, and we've got some new swag coming up soon, so keep an eye on that. Now the first news story that you've probably seen doing the rounds is Gina Carano. She has not done herself any (laughs) favours at all of late, and we've seen her pop into a a few nuggets of, of trouble over the over the past year I suppose maybe longer and um, yeah she's just she just seems to have a habit of diving into Twitter or some kind of other social thing and stirring up a bit of a frenzy being a bit unapologetic moving on and then a few weeks later a couple of months later we're back to square one where she's 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 got in some hot water now I'm surprised that Lucasfilm hasn't sort of given her a big old telling off maybe they have I'm not sure but I'm surprised they haven't given her a big old telling off previously when she's got into hot water but this was the final straw it seems for Lucasfilm so she put out I think it was an Instagram post if I'm correct I don't think it was a tweet I think it was something on Instagram where she essentially compared uh she compared being <clears throat> uh, I think it was a a right-wing if you're if you were a right-wing contemporary American. She compared your experience to that of uh, the Jewish people during the Holocaust. So it, those of you that haven't heard this story yet and have just heard me say those words, then that I'm not making that up. That's actually what she said. And this wasn't one of those things where maybe she was misconstrued and she was maybe getting to that point, but didn't quite explicitly say, no, she actually did uh, explicitly say, pretty much that Uh, she went on to say that jews were beaten in the streets not by nazi soldiers but by their neighbors she says because history is edited most people today don't realize that to get to the point where nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of jews the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being jews how is that any different from hating someone for their political views now as you can imagine as soon as this landed there was a massive a massive uproar and there was hashtags Uh, doing the rounds, not just on Instagram, but on Twitter as well. Cancel Disney Plus was a big one uh, because of Carano's tweet and there was fire Gina Carano, all these things going on. So a a big old backlash there. She has since deleted that Instagram story or that post, but it was a little, a bit uh, too little too late, it seems. So Lucasfilm have just cut ties completely. They've let her go and they've put out a short, uh, a very short statement uh, just to say that, um, yeah, they—they, they, she's been dropped from the Mandalorian and they won't be working with her again, essentially. Uh, they basically say that uh, Gina Carano is is quote, quoted from Lucasfilm, a spokesperson, they say, Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future, uh, which is not good. So sometimes where it concerns the whole social media backlash and certain stars that have been in not just Star Wars, but other big franchises and stuff, they can sometimes get embroiled in the sort of social frenzy where they've maybe put a tweet out. It was leaning towards something a bit controversial, but they didn't explicitly say it. Fans pick up on it. And then before you know it, you're into a big old, a big old mess. Whereas Gina Carano, you know, she just, Like I said earlier, she just doesn't do herself any favours. Like the previous tweets and Instagram stuff she's put out, she's not been that sort of empathetic or accepting of um, people of sort of transgender and sort of their binary outlook on on non-binary and their binary status and so on. And again, she got on. So that's what I mean earlier when I said I'm surprised that Lucasfilm haven't said to her previously that you're, uh, you're, you're not portraying a good image for Um, Because you have to remember that although Star Wars, as an adult, I'm podcasting about Star Wars, Mark and I have some very (laughs) in-depth, serious conversations about Star Wars, and uh, that it has a big uh, adult following. There's a lot of teenagers and a lot of kids as well that are into the world of Star Wars and the Mandalorian. So with social media accessible to all ages, it seems these days, there are going to be younger people and so on. Uh, And also people that have been affected, like their experience with this stuff and going through it on a personal level they're going to see this and when they see Gina Carano doing this they will immediately put two and two together and think that also Cara Dune is saying these things to a degree as well you know so it's not good for Gina Carano she's been dropped I cannot see a way out for this I'll be honest with you guys I cannot see a way out for um for Gina Carano on this one it's uh it's not a good it's certainly not a good position to be in so I'm not sure what's going to happen I think she was dropped by somebody else as well I think it might have been the agency who represents her. I think I read that somewhere that they've dropped her as well. So not looking good, not looking good for that sort of thing. We've we've seen celebrities go through massive turnarounds in their lives. So hopefully at some point she will come to some kind of personal realisation and sort of correct herself a little bit and, and realise, you know, the world has feelings on this stuff and it's not, you know, it's not a sort of thing that you want to get sort of... Uh, your sort of air your public views about this stuff. We've seen celebrities come back from some bad, bad stuff before. If we look at people like Tiger Woods, who really went through uh, the really went through the the mill years ago now, where his personal life and his problems came to the forefront, and his his career as a golfer was pretty much done, and his personal life was done. But you know, he's back and and doing stuff. So hopefully, Gina Carano at some point in the future will. Will make a correction, and uh, but I can't see her coming back to Star Wars. Put it that way for a while. So no Cara Dune in series three or any other spin-offs moving forward. Uh, yeah, and tweet us, let us know what you think about this. Um, the majority of Star Wars fans and people in general are like, "Yep, this is this was the writing on the wall, and uh, and should have happened a while ago." Other people are a bit more supportive. So let us know what you think. So that's that. Gina Crano is off. We're not going to see her again. Uh, before I move on to gaming news, there was this cool little thing that did the rounds on the socials which I which I absolutely loved and a lot of people are into this and it stems from some fan art that was put out not intentionally on socials but there's a really cool website called artstation.com those of you that are into your digital art and you want to follow um, it's that website mainly is a home for sort of concept artists and people who work in the movie industry and the video game industry—they do a lot of—they um, post a lot of their concept art and 3D renders and, and all that stuff over there. Uh, but there was one user, Kevin Cassidy, who is a senior character artist over at Roundhouse Studios. He put on just a personal project, and it was a, a fan—obviously, as a fan—is a redesign of Jar Jar Binks, but it was labeled Darth Jar Jar. <laughs> so Jar Jar as a Sith, um, as a Sith character, and I've got to be honest. Not only is the quality of this fan art just completely badass and amazing, it's actually a very cool idea <laughs> A lot of people immediately were like, oh, "This is amazing! Why haven't they not ventured into this realm of storytelling for Darth Jar jar before? It's really cool, and sometimes a picture tells a thousand words, and sometimes when you're and I assume this has come up numerous times throughout the decades with within Star Wars circles around what if this character was a Sith and what if that character was a Sith really and all that stuff. And I'm sure Jar Jar popped in there for comical reasons more than anything. But when you see the quality of this fan art and you just see how amazing it would look. I mean, it's a real high-end 3D render. Uh, It's just, um, it's amazing. It was, um, you know, the the quality. It it looks like it was lifted straight out of ILM from a render that was going to be put on a film. It's amazing. So... I, I'm up for this. I'm I'm loving this. I'm I'm here for Darth Jar Jar. It's, it looks amazing. So go and check it. I'll put a link in the show notes to the ArtStation post. You don't need to be a member to see it, and uh, it just looks amazing. Imagine the possibilities of uh, of having Jar Jar, or maybe just the Gungan in general, just coming back as a Sith, or, a, or you know, or something else. It, it's just badass. So uh, to go and check that out and get your get your brain ticking over on that. How cool that would be to have Darth Jar Jar have to ask Jar Jar in a story somehow. So moving on to gaming news. We spoke recently over the last couple of weeks around the whole shake-up with the gaming side of things from Lucasfilm and Disney. So for the past, I don't know, 10 years, coming up to 10 years now, um, EA, the publisher, have had an exclusivity deal with Lucasfilm. They're the only studio outside of mobile gaming to put out. Star Wars video games, and for a long time, due to the backlash with Battlefront Two and just generally people hating on EA most of the time, so many people have said, "Look, you'd really need to ditch the exclusivity thing. Let other studios have a crack. There are some really super talented other game developers and studios out there. I'm sure they could make awesome Star Wars games." So that's what happened. A couple of weeks ago, uh, we spoke about that uh, that deal coming to an end, and the first announcement was that Ubisoft. Had picked up the rights to make uh, an open world Star Wars game, and just to follow up on that quickly, there's not a huge nothing in update in terms of what it's called or the the storyline or characters, anything like that. But they have said that so if if you're technically minded around games, this will be cool for you. That uh, they've said that their new game is going to be developed using the Snowdrop engine, engine which is their own in-house engine that Massive Entertainment use. I'm I'm pretty sure it's owned by Ubisoft because Ubisoft obviously own Massive Entertainment, I'm not sure, but the Snowdrop engine, for those of you that don't know, if you've played the, or if you've seen the Division game, so the Division 1 and 2, that's the engine that powers those games and uh, this is going to be used for the new Star Wars game. So apparently Ubisoft are releasing a, a new video game for Avatar. That is going to hack but that's going to happen and be released before this new Star Wars game so I imagine within the next year maybe two that new video game on Avatar what happened to Avatar by the way that's a bit of a strange one I'm pretty sure the sequels have been have been worked on forever like after the first <laughs> Avatar game it was announced immediately afterwards that James Cameron was going to do like three other ones or at least there's going to be a trilogy or something anyway I've no idea but apparently an avatar game is is coming from Ubisoft. Anyway, once that's out of the way, the next game that's going to follow after that will be the new Star Wars open world game. So, a little bit of blurb that have been put out said uh, says that the game was announced as part of a new era of Star Wars titles as the franchise breaks away from EA's exclusivity. Details are scarce, though it believe though it's believed it could be based on the Mandalorian. Now that would be cool. They go on to say that Ubisoft's Snowdrop engine, uh, and this is coming from um, one of the uh, investor calls, I think, that happens uh, with these things. And uh, so they, this, I imagine it's a person from Ubisoft or, or Massive or either uh, Lucasfilm. They go on to say that Ubisoft's Snowdrop engine was created for its destiny-like RPG, The Division. The engine allows for really efficient methods of game development, such as being able to make assets quickly and interact with them in ways other engines wouldn't allow. It also brings a lot of incredible visual enhancements and authentic day-slash-night cycles. The engine has also appeared in games like Mario plus Rabbids and South Park the Fractured Butt Hole, (laughs) so it can also be used in games that aren't aiming for a realistic look. As already noted, it's largely meant to help with efficiency. They go on to say that with that said, Ubisoft revealed that Massive Entertainment would be using the Snowdrop engine for its Star Wars game. Uh, an earnings call, yes, it was an earnings call. Uh, with the prowess of the engine, it's likely we could see the open world title sooner rather than later. There's no release window currently, but Massive has been able to churn out games at a rapid rate. The first two division games released about three years apart, which is impressive given their scope and scale. So there we go. Uh, this is not unexpected, to be honest with you. It's um, we knew that the guys who were behind the Division games would use their own in-house engine. Uh, It seems to make sense, seeing as the Division games are RPG-esque open-world games, and it sounds like this new Star Wars game is going to be a part of that as well. So, uh, There are times when developers and studios will buck the trend, Um, so when Respawn started to work on Jedi Fallen Order, they already had an in-house engine and an engine that had suited them very well, that I think they had used initially on the Titanfall games, then they developed a bit more, and that was what was used for Apex Legends. But when it came around to Fallen Order, I'm pretty sure they dived into the Unreal Engine for that. So it's not the first time that... It wouldn't have been the first time that a game developer had ditched its own engine to feature and start using a different one. However, this seems to make perfect sense, so it's not unexpected news. However, it is a cool little nugget of news that just keeps a little bit of momentum going because I don't think we're going to see much in the way of game details for quite a while. But to have these little nuggets of, of info uh, to, that just trickle feed out is going to be cool. And I can't wait for when E3, because I know that due to the world of COVID and so on, they've been online only, and I think this one. So I'm not, I wouldn't expect to see anything as early as this year, but in the next couple of years, I can't wait for when hopefully we're back to having crowds of people that these things watching the gameplay reveal trailer uh, for this open world Star Wars game and watching the fan reactions and all that stuff is going to be epic. So, um, so yes, that's the uh, the update on Ubisoft's open world Star Wars game using their own in-house Snowdrop engine. And lastly, last bit of, of news, and it's gaming news also, is I, I hadn't heard of these guys before, but they, they sound very cool. So there's a retro gaming platform called ant stream ant stream arcade and th- those guys basically have a subscription service where i think you pay here in the uk i think it's about seven eight pounds a month and you have access access to their uh, entire library of retro games ranging back to things like from what it looks like i haven't i, I can't get access to their game library but it looks like you can go all the way back to sort of old, old arcade games like Space Invaders, and in, through the Amstrad and Amiga years, through to the the early consoles like the Master System, the Mega Drive, the SNES, all that stuff. Uh, it looks pretty cool, uh, and you can do it through your you can do it through your um, Mac or PC, through a tablet, for a phone, uh, and I think the Amazon Fire Stick and stuff like that. I think it's coming to PS4 and Xbox. Or PS Five and whatever Xbox at some point, uh, but they haven't said. I haven't given an, up, an update on that. But I'm waffling. <laughs> the point of the story is they've now teamed up. They've teamed up with uh, Luke, I, I'm imagining it's Lucasfilm Games is the the new the new dude for that uh, to add a bunch of retro Star Wars games to their library, which is really cool. And um, it's essentially the. Um, you know, the Super uh, Star Wars games are out back on the Super Nintendo. So Super Star Wars, Super Star Wars, Ember Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, they're going to be added to to the platform, which is awesome, because those games are really good. Anyone that remembers playing Super Star Wars uh, on the SNES back in the day uh, will love this. Now, I'm hoping this is the start of Um, some other cool Star Wars games making their way to this platform because like I said I hadn't heard of this platform and it looks really good sounds really good those of you that are into your retro games I've still got in my garage which I haven't sorted out yet since I moved house uh, a year and a bit ago I need to get them uh, out and plugged in but I've still got my old Sega Mega Drive I've still got my Master System I've still got my, um, my Super Nintendo and my OG Xbox with a bunch of games so I'm into my retro stuff I love that stuff but I have to admit the convenience of having an online platform. And I think there is a free service as well. If you don't mind adverts and stuff, I think you can sign up and test it out with a free plan before you jump on. But I'm hoping this is going to be the start of having other retro games on here. Now, I'm not sure how far it goes up to, because we can get into a whole conversation around what's considered retro or not. So I'm not sure. But if they start doing things that were on, say, the Nintendo 64 or the GameCube or anything like that, that'd be amazing because there were some some pretty good Star Wars games back in the day. Not just the Super Star Wars games, but things like the old Dark Forces games are amazing. You know, just some of those older older LucasArts titles. So Ant Stream Arcade, it looks very, very cool. So the Super Star Wars games are on there and hopefully they will, um, they will add some other Star Wars titles, which would be awesome, as well as the other cool things that they have on there. So that's all I've got for you guys for episode 93. I think we're going to stick a pin in there and let's wrap it. Of thank you, thank you so much for coming back and listening to another episode another week of spark of rebellion it's been great to have you all here as always thank you for listening to me waffle about star wars video games you know it's a passion of mine if you've listened to the show for a while um mark will hopefully be back with us next week as we crash into episode 94 and we make our way slowly to episode 100 which is exciting and as i mentioned earlier if you like the show here and you want to support what we do then you can do that over on patreon patreon.com forward slash spark of rebellion uh, you can jump on to various tiers there get yourself some sor swag and thank you very much to our recent patrons that have jumped on board thanks again to denise and also to our good friend dave thank you very much dave for jumping on it's good to have you uh, as one of the sor team it's good uh, also remember to subscribe to our show whatever podcast you listen to podcasts on whatever app just um search for spark of rebellion well, there's a link to that on our website which links off to all the other apps uh, which is um, provided very very handily by our podcast host Captivate.fm so if you head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen there'll be links to all of the popular podcast apps and you can find us on there uh, that way um, you won't miss a show when it lands every Saturday it'll be in your podcast inbox and uh, you can hear us fill you in on everything Star Wars we're on the socials too Instagram Twitter and Facebook uh, there are links on our website or just do a search for us we chat star wars throughout the week so go and get involved over there until next week for episode 94 it's been great to have you here as always take care of yourselves stay healthy and safe and may the force be with you always